This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What was the biggest WTF gift you received yesterday? 651-641-1071. Now, it doesn't mean you don't appreciate it. It doesn't mean that you are not thankful for uh, or that you don't have gratitude for all you've been given. But we've all been there before when you've torn into a present that you've been wondering about for weeks leading up to the big show. And then you get into it and you go, oh, oh. All righty. I didn't know that that... Well, okay. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) I'm going to use it all the time. Inside your thinking. WTF. Yes. We've all had it happen. And it's okay. And we're going to be able to air it right here. You can go under an assumed name. You do not need to tell us who you got it from. I might ask and you can just tell me. I'm not comfortable saying that. And that's Mm -hmm. fine. 651-641-1071. Let's go to Lauren. Hello, Lauren. What was the biggest WTF gift you received for the holiday? Um, The biggest WTF gift I received was actually last year. And I was 17 years old, a teenage girl, and my dad got me a Space heater for Christmas. <laughs> Are you a particularly cold person? No, I am the exact opposite, which is what makes it even more WTF. <laughs> Lauren, did you use your space heater eventually? Did you come around to it? Well, the best part is a couple months after I got it, the product was on recall for catching on fire, so I never got to appreciate it. Oh, no, Lauren, that's hilarious. <laughs> did you give it back to your dad and say, hey, dad, this has been recalled. Can you bring it back? Yeah. <laughs> Lauren, thanks for Thank your call. You. Have a great day. Uh, what is the biggest WTF gift you've ever gotten for a holiday? Let's go to Justin. Hello, Justin. How are we doing? Good. So good. How are you? I'm okay. What was the biggest WTF gift <clears throat> you got? Um. So me and my brothers play pranks on each other, and he sent me, he photographed himself, going number two in the bathroom and framed it. No. Okay. Justin. Was it, no, was it just, I hope, Justin, that it was just a staged for art's sake experience? Um, I mean, I didn't see what was in the... (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hope there was some artistic license taken Justin photo. I don't want to give you any ideas on how to get back at that Mm -hmm. because that's Oh, oh, I'm going to get them back. Well, call us after you do and tell us what you did. Thanks, Justin. Thanks, Justin. That is nasty. That's nasty. Also, I mean, I'm sure there was a good laugh, but then how do you... Thank you for the, I'm going to cherish it forever. I'm going to frame it and put it in my foyer yeah, or in my bathroom. I mean, that's probably the appropriate place to put it. Uh, Bill is on the line. Hello, Bill. What was the biggest WTF gift you received? Hi. Hi. Well, I'm a heavy metal guy. I've been for 36 years now and I got a crazy uncle and he doesn't watch TV much and whatnot. And he actually got and he knows I'm a heavy, he knows I'm heavy metal. 
He got me a Michael Jackson off the wall record. Uh, that's like one of the most least metal albums out there. Also, we're it's not good. doing. I mean, I bet he got it on super sale because we're not doing Michael Jackson right now. No, I just uh, kind of just went. Oh, thank you, and you know, and on you went. Yeah, Bill, thanks Give for your call. Yeah. Give thanks, him a hug. Bill. See, that's the thing. Like, part of the skill of the WTF present is the genuine. Thank you. Yeah. Even though in your mind, you're probably thinking, what about this thing made you think about me? Then you have to apply the logic. A couple of years ago, I got a WTF present from my dad and it was Uh a mug because he had this thing where he used to like to go and personalize things with family photographs. And I open up the mug and it's a picture of my (laughs) brother-in-law. On the mob. <laughs> now, I, I applied dad logic and I understand because my nephews were in the photograph too. Right. But I'm like, you do realize I'm not in a relationship or married to this person. Yes. It's but, a picture of your brother in law and your two nephews. But my guy uses that mug every day. I bet he loves it <laughs> every too. Day. Oh, it's so great. Chelsea, hello, Chelsea. Oh, Chelsea, what was the you. biggest What was the hey. biggest WTF gift you uh, opened? So my grandma sent, or like, not my grandma, my husband's grandma gives us, like, next Christmas decorations every year, and it's usually ornaments and really cute stuff. And this year she gave us ice skates to hang on the wall. <laughs> decorative like, skates? Yeah, decorative skates to hang on the wall, and you can't, like, prop them up anywhere. You have to put a hole in your wall and hang them up. Oh, <laughs> so what are you doing with gosh. them? Um, they're going into storage currently, because I'm not hanging them up for this year. So... But I don't know if we'll hang them up. But I just I, felt really bad because I was like, hey. I don't know if I can love that more. Thank you, Aww, Chelsea. Thanks, Chelsea. <laughs> I love that. Just yeah, decorative ice skates. Sure. Thanks. Thanks, Grandma. Okay. Uh, wonderful. Michelle, what was the biggest WTF gift you got? I got, I don't know if you guys have seen them, but those giant stress balls. No. no. <laughs> Well, they have a good patina, and my husband and I went there one night after dinner. We're just looking around, and I'm like, oh, isn't this funny, and kind of squeezing it, and he thought it'd be a really nice gift. So I got this giant, it's the size of a head. It's huge. Oh, okay, I kind of love this one, Michelle. Thank you so much for your call. That is such... A guy. That's what I was thing. just that gonna is, say. That is such a guy thing because that happened to me this Christmas yesterday. I sent my guy an Instagram picture of something I just thought was cool. I was like, "Well, this is really cool. It's a patch." Uh huh. And then what did I get for Christmas? You got the patch. I got the patch. It's so <laughs> funny, and I love it because it's the thing that we're always sort of saying is like, "Pay attention," and when you see me like enjoy something, make a mental note of it, and then. Like that, then it comes from the heart and I will like so appreciate the fact that I didn't have to explicitly tell you what to get. And then they do that and you're like, okay, that wasn't exactly what I meant. Oh, but bless their hearts but for bless trying. bless their hearts for trying. <laughs> it, like you almost have to love it even more. You're yeah. like, of course I love this giant stress ball. Yes. <laughs> because so you much. saw me enjoying it and you thought that's what she needs. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi, Patsy. Patsy, what was the uh, biggest WTF gift you got? Um, an oversized laundry sorting basket. Ugh. Oversized. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. And also, those are the gifts where you're like, oh, okay, thank you. Something to make the thing I hate doing more manageable. Right? <laughs> Who did and you, you wasted get this? a gift on it. Yes. Who did you get it from? 
one of my children. Oh, oh bless their hearts. Okay. <laughs> oh, Patsy. Patsy. Thank you. Oh, dear. Oh, okay. Let's go to Kai. Kai, you'll have the final word. Kai, what was the biggest WTF gift you received? Well, first of all, I want to tell you guys that you know how you have go-to watching? You're my go-to listen. Oh, oh thank you. You bet. Uh, my son, both my sons and I, they're grown now, so we don't really exchange gifts. They buy what they want. So we go out to dinner together. Yeah. And my youngest son said, Mom, I wanted to get you a little something. Now, mind you, I have a, right, a used car, and I've got a great deal on it, but it has bumper stickers, and I am not a bumper sticker person. It has Johnny Cash. I love my public schools, Colorado parks, you know, whatever. <laughs> so he got me this giant Vikings bumper sticker. Vikings? Not, well, at least it's Vikings. But, yeah, a Minnesota Vikings bumper sticker that goes like a third way through over in the bumper. Are you going to put it over that Johnny Cash bumper sticker? Oh, gosh, no, next to it. But he yeah. thinks that's so... But he put it on before I'd even left the oh, restaurant. Oh, my gosh. He wouldn't... Because he didn't think I'd put it on. That is hilarious. <laughs> he did it for you. You did not get to decide. And now it makes me laugh. So oh, it, good. it's not a WTF. But. No, but oh. it's a... It'll make you chuckle and think yeah. of your son. Thanks, Kai. Thanks, Kai. That's so great. We did get a tweet from Megan who said, I'm working from home, I can't call. But my husband got me a multicolored motion-activated toilet bowl light <laughs> so I weren't, won't turn the bathroom light on in the middle of the night. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, Tammy Lee oh, I love got it. a cleaning cloth that uses just water. From no, from her husband. That's not cleaning. She said, "Oh hell no, uh-uh, no, no, soap, soap, soap." <laughs> no, you don't get cleaning stuff like that. No, for Christmas, unless you guys already talked about it. Because Colleen, I know that you got a vacuum for Christmas. I did love and you that. Were darn super vacuum. excited about yes. it. Other than that, no, no, no. Gifts are for fun, yes. not for utility. <laughs> Not for cleaning the toilet. Mm-hmm. Mm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I did get an amazing gift yesterday. It was a gift I found on Facebook. Uh, it was gifted to me by our friend Kat Perkins. It is a. Uh, it involves Patty Labelle, Miss Patty, Miss Patty, and it is a video from 1996 that I somehow have made it all the way to 2019 and never seen. And I need to share it with you all because it is spec. It's our Boxing Day gift to you. It is, after this, on My Talk 107.1. So, yesterday, I got the best gift ever. Actually, now that I think about it, it did not come from Kat Perkins. It came from our friend Aaron Gabriel from, uh, well, we know him from uh, Interact. But I saw this on Facebook, and I thought, I have to share this with people because you cannot believe that this is real. It involves... The one and only Patty LaBelle, and it's a video from 1996. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer's not here. He'll be back tomorrow. Holly Robertson and I are hanging out with you. Hello. Okay, and uh, Ryan's at the controls, and I'm introducing you guys to this thing that you've never heard. And I'm here to tell you that this is probably the best, I don't even know, like five minutes you'll ever spend in your life. This is a video from the 1996 tree lighting ceremony in Washington, D.C. The National Christmas Tree Lighting. Yeah. And um, I never knew that this happened. 
This happened during the Clinton administration. So we're going in the Wayback Machine. In the Wayback Machine. Patti LaBelle singing at this tree lighting. Now, um, let me set the stage for you. Because somebody else forgot to set the stage. We'll get to that. So I don't even know who the guy is who's introducing Patti LaBelle. But he does such a poor job of it that she thinks she's been introduced before he actually introduces her. So this is the thing. When you introduce somebody, you know how to do this. You give like their whole CV first. Yes. Like you're like, these are all the awards they have. This is how amazing this person is. Blah, blah, blah. The incomparable Patty LaBelle. Yay! Everybody put your hands together. But what he does is go, I'd like to introduce to you Patty LaBelle. And then goes on to give all of her accolades. Well, she thinks she's been introduced. So she tiptoes behind him and then goes, Oops, and then goes back behind the curtain. Okay, so it all starts terrible. And then it goes downhill from there. When he finally does introduce her, she gets out onto the stage, and she's going to be singing the song This Christmas. Or is that what it's called? It's Christmas? What the heck song is that? Um, I don't know, because I I only watched the beginning of the video, which, by the way, bury the lead, this video has been sourced from C-SPAN 2. Yeah. Yeah. C-SPAN 2. Yes. That's how the secondary is C-SPAN. He's old too. Uh, okay. So it is the song This Christmas. Problem. A couple problems. Number one, mm-hmm. her background singers have not shown up oh, to the stage. Awkward. Second problem. Yeah. She does not know the words to the song. And the person who's holding the cue cards is showing her the wrong words. What do you mean she doesn't know the words to the song? Okay. Ryan, do me a favor. You can basically just drop the needle on this. Let's listen to Patti LaBelle struggling through this Christmas with the wrong words on the cue cards and no backup singers. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
stop it. Miss Patty. But oh. it goes on and on and well, on. Then the visual element of all of this, Colleen, of oh. Patty LaBelle, is that she's on a stage all by herself. Because with a, where are the background singers? <laughs> I'm just going to start saying that when I have no idea what's going on. But we should be taking some pretty big inspiration from Patty LaBelle. This is a life lesson. It is. This is a life lesson. When you're out on stage alone and the bleachers are empty behind you. Yes. And you got the wrong cue cards out in front yes. of you. You just start singing. I know. And she because she's Patty damn LaBelle. Now, you know what's funny about this is I've thought this through. Um, because we've seen this happen with other performers. And this, to me, is what sets the Patty LaBelles apart from the Ashley Simpsons of the world. Because she didn't start doing a hoedown Precisely. on stage? <laughs> Or our friend Mariah Carey, who, remember, melted down and she blamed everybody else. That's right. That performance, also a holiday-themed performance, yes. I believe that was at the tree lighting ceremony at Rockefeller Plaza, mm-hmm. and she was singing on NBC, and she could not hear, allegedly, supposedly. Yes. She's, that's, that, is a, that is diva yes. behavior. But yes. Patti LaBelle gets out there, and she still blows. <laughs> she, women background singers! <laughs> I was dying. I didn't. So that is from 1996. Now, then at the end of all of that. So she's just gotten through that entire experience. Okay. Of Uh. the finally her background singers show up, but there's risers behind you, which makes you think maybe a whole choir is supposed to show up and she gets like three or four people and they know the words. And at some point, I think cue card man gets back on track and she then, and she picks it back up, but it never really is the right song at the right time. And you're not really sure if she's singing the song or if she's still making up words. It doesn't matter. She's amazing, and she gets through the whole darn thing. Then they put her at the podium, because she's going to have to do some talking. She's like, I'm not going to sing again. (laughs) It basically was so bad. Yeah, and then eventually the president shows up. Yes. They have hugs. They wave. And it's all good laugh. This is seriously, if you have, this is the most poorly organized tree lighting ever. And if you have ever been... Uh, in front of a crowd of people and felt like everything was very disorganized, you will have hives watching this. Because Patty LaBelle, the one and only Miss Patty LaBelle, is left out there hanging to dry all by her damn self. D- did I just delight the two of you? Very much so. I'm telling you. This is a true mm-hmm. life lesson. It is. May we all, through the year, through the year 2020, attack life with the same confidence as Patti LaBelle. That's right. Where are my background singers? <laughs> I'm going to do that every time I don't know my way. Where are my background singers? All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving not like Patti LaBelle. No, they're actual D-bags. We're going to tell you about them when we come back on My Talk 1071. Gotta let you know, my talkers, you gotta check out the new December prizes on My Talk 1071's Listener Rewards. You can win a ticket, a pair of tickets to see Reba or Maroon 5 at the XL Energy Center. And we also got gift cards to Barnes and Noble, Green Mill, and more. All you need to do is get the app or stream online and get registered. You can see all the prizes in Listener Rewards on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. Oh, thank you for that, Ryan. And now on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, 
Colleen Lynch from Bradley Trainers off. He'll be back tomorrow. Holly and I are hanging out with you. Hi. Ryan at the controls. We uh, must tell you about some celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them, and that name is... D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Ta-da! Who's your D-Bag? Oh, uh, you see Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. Oh, what now? Uh, the organization... That gives out Oscars is my D-bag of the day because they are allowing the new version of Cats to be considered for Oscar contention. So this new version of Cats, to catch you all up to speed, last weekend Cats debuted at the box office. It's a huge stinker. The movie wasn't done. Mm -hmm. Universal Studios announced last weekend that they're going to be handing out a new version of Cats with new and improved CGI out to theaters, which is the version that you're probably going to see if that's what you're doing right now. Going forward, yeah. Going forward, you're like, I want to go and see Cats. First, I'd ask you to think about your life and the choices that you're making in it. (laughs) Second, yeah. (laughs) Look, I mean, here I say I understand what Universal Studios is doing. What are they doing? Because I I do. This is unprecedented. Like this has never happened before. Right. Well, I mean, if it has happened, it hasn't happened in this capacity Mm -hmm. because Cats debuted at thousands of movie theaters and barely anyone went to go and see it. Yeah. And now they're pulling that old version and putting this new and improved version out there. Now I feel like I have to go see the new and improved version to see whether or not that's the actual version that I saw. I'm right. still not sure. I don't, I don't think it. I can do that. Anyways, so now the Academy has announced that they are going to accept this new and improved version of Cats for Oscar consideration. Because apparently... They still want to consider it for an Oscar. But this is weird, considering that Ryan in a Dirt Alert update at the top of the show today said that Universal Studios has pulled cats from its for-your-consideration marketing campaign. Uh Like, they're not even trying anymore. So then it leads to the point, well, you got a turd of a movie. Yeah. I don't know how you're going to make your money back. So why are you even bothering? Right. Like, why are you even bothering with all of this effort? I mean, we're I mean, talking star, about it. But the stars of the movie are even distancing themselves from it. Yeah, James Corden says that he hasn't even seen the movie. And which, that he thinks it's, he heard it was a steaming turd. Which I find hard to believe. Well, I, 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 I don't I believe find, him at all, actually. Yeah. I, here's the thing. Did we not learn... Colleen, in the last segment from Patty LaBelle. Good old Pat, Miss Patty. Where are my background singers? Exactly. This is a moment of where are my background singers? Yes. And the fact that James Corden, and we talked about this on Tuesday, I believe, he told Graham Norton, a talk show host in the UK, that he hasn't even seen the movie and that he heard it's bad. Mm-hmm. Just everyone, let's double down and say, yeah. I was involved in this turd of a movie. Yeah. I'm I was in it. I thought, "Hey, maybe this might be successful and I want to be a part of this." Now, I was reading in the trades about Cats because a lot of people were asking, "Well, why did they even bother making this movie in the first place?" Yeah, I'm curious about that as well. Well, it makes sense when you think about the fact that Cats, the franchise, the musical globally in all of its iterations, its recordings, its staging, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, has earned like 3. billion worldwide since it existed. Mm -hmm. So naturally, you're thinking, 
if you're Universal Studios, you're thinking, well, of course I'm going to try doing this. I want to get there. It is, you are going to be losing out on money if you don't try. So you might as well try. And then they tried and they failed. But now we're talking about it. Now it's delicious because I love talking about it. It's just a spectacular failure. And it's an example of the hubris of Hollywood. Oh, big time. Where it's just like, oh, you guys, you didn't stop to think about it. It's like what Dr. Ian Malcolm says in Jurassic Park, paraphrasing that... Just because you could doesn't mean that you should. Well, and that's the thing about it is if they really wanted to do something with cats based on its reputation, I feel like that show would have been best served by one of those TV live musical things. Yes, (laughs) because people know the music. They like the music. And then there's the possible train wreck. Uh, yes percentage in that because you isn't that the whole draw of those live totally musicals is that you don't want to miss out on the blank show yes that could very well happen before your eyes I and know, if there is a patty labelle moment yes you know it's here and gone but this is on this is memorex man this is they did that on purpose right Ooh. so I'm fascinated that Universal Studios doesn't want to pay any money to market it but there's still doing enough things to have the Academy consider it for Oscar contention in this new and improved visual effects thing where the visual effects, I'm sorry. I know that there are a lot of talented people working on this. Anytime a movie comes together, it's a miracle. And there are many talented people who put a lot of work and effort into these things. And there's not any one department or person that you can hang this crap show on. Yeah. And cats made the visual effects shortlist, which kind of goes back to my thing. Who had gambling debts to pay off? Right. Who who at Universal Studios working title? I don't know any number of actors. Who had some like weird stuff going because on? Because the budget for that movie was what? A hundred million dollars. Oh, not not including marketing. Okay. And I think that was after tax incentives because you know m- movies like to you know save a buck or two. <sighs> Anyways, the Academy. I don't even know why you're entertaining cats in this way. You're my d bag of the mm. day. Uh, my debug today is humans, human people, Yay. people, humans, Yay. not the lot of them, but the ones who replied to a picture that was posted by, uh, Chloe Kardashian of her daughter. Oh God. Okay. What so, do they do now? So Chloe loves to, t- to share pictures of her daughter. True. In fact, they're working on a reality show about the two of them. Just the two of us. Exactly. Um, but it was this one particular picture that they post that she posted of herself with her sweet little darling, beautiful daughter, True. Um, and you know, she's done some photoshopping in the past of True to make her look like she had blue eyes, and we all judged her for that. Chloe has an interesting relationship <sighs> with filters. Yes. However, in this one particular picture, she it does not appear as though she photoshopped anything but her own face. Um, but it was the people who, the fans, I will say, who saw this picture of Chloe and True, who decided that they needed to alert Chloe to an issue that they saw with True. 
Okay, so I'm looking at the picture. Yep. I think that the one that you're talking about. They're dressed in white. They're, they're on a white couch. Yes, they're wearing skim solution wear casual loungewear. Yep, they are cheek to cheek. And, okay, well, uh, Chloe's face is photoshopped to high heaven, but uh, that's neither yep. here nor there. That's to be expected. Uh, one fan immediately said, is true cross-eyed? Uh, it seems as if this baby has a slight problem of strabismus, which is an eye disorder, muscular-related eye disorder that one might note in children. Okay. Uh, I'm a nurse. So you should get her eyes checked, oh, Lord. said another commenter. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Diagnosing people based on their Instagram photos is not only ridiculous, but mildly dangerous. And also just the height of debaggery. Like, I promise you, I promise you, if there is something wrong with True's eyes, the Kardashian family is was on it 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's because, how that works. Number one. Um, they are aware of how people look. So that's the first thing. And that's just neither here nor there. That's just who they are. That's number one. But number two, they're also the Kardashians. They, I'm sure, are they have the best doctors looking after those children. Yes! That a doctor would notice that and they would deal with it. And people just calling out what they're seeing on an Instagram post is irresponsible and debaggy and ridiculous. Oh, what I'm trying to understand is that when these people comment on Khloe Kardashian's Instagram account about the health of her child, do they think that they're so special that they're going to be the one to call attention to whatever's happening? Right. That Chloe will be like, oh, thank you, random internet human. Well, that's, I'm serious. Yes. That they think that they're going to be the savior of this child by pointing out some kind of diagnosis that they saw over the internet. Probably. And that they're going to get a lot of attention from it because there's just, there's absolutely no need to make any of those kind of comments. And, and that too is, that stands with celebrities. That stands with your old classmate from high school yes. that friended you on Facebook yes. and now you see a part of their life. I mm-hmm. mean, just, it's not the time and it's not the place. Exactly. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Decide that it might not be your business and then move on with your day. Yeah. I just, That's I it. can't, it just, <sighs> I have to breathe. <laughs> breathe in the nose and out of the mouth. I'm still filled with the Christmas cheer. Are you? Nope. I just had to remind myself <laughs> that it was there so I can get back to it. Now, there is a whole thing about Chloe's photoshopping. Well, that's, face. I mean, I mean that's if you're going to call something out, call that out. Where are my backups? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> but then it's one of those things, too, that it's, I don't even know. That is going down a whole other rabbit hole. We're not going frankly, down that rabbit not hole. Going we're not down. following rabbits. When no. we come back on the Mm-mm, Colleen and Bradley bye. show, we got to talk about a publationship. What is a publationship? A publationship is a relationship in the service of celebrity. Uh, and we're going to talk about Modi. What is a Modi? Modi is Miley Cyrus and Cody Simpson. We're going to talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we love a good publationship on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, will be back tomorrow. Holly Roberts and I are here with you. Ryan's at the controls. And uh, what is a publationship? Thanks for asking. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 
A publationship is a relationship in service of celebrity. And what is a moody? A moody is a Miley Cyrus and a Cody Simpson. Now, we were sure they'd broken up uh, and they were just going to like fade off into the distance. Yeah, we were on like, Friday. Cody Simpson was smooching somebody in the East Village over the weekend. He was spotted walking with a Playboy model. Miley Cyrus was somewhere having some sad tweets, sharing some sad Christmas songs. We were like, you know what? They probably broke up, and that's okay, because sometimes ships, well, they don't work out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, Ugh, Colleen, we were wrong, kind of. Maybe? I don't we're know. We're not sure. We don't know, but here's some evidence that would prove that maybe our speculation was wrong about Cody Simpson and Miley Cyrus, because yesterday, on Christmas, Miley Cyrus shared pictures of Cody Simpson Hanging out with her at her home in Tennessee. Huh. Drinking some tea, looking at the camera, basically shaming all of us for thinking that this relationship is fake. I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence, Colleen, that Cody Simpson was sipping tea and looking right at the camera. Thank you. (laughs) I don't think so. Also, too, I would just like to say, it's so obvious. obvious. When the rumors are that you've broken up, if you need to salvage this... Because you're Cody Simpson and you've been out kissing Playboy models, mm-hmm. you're gonna show up uh, by her side and make some quickie Instagram posts. Yeah, and some of those Instagram posts are each of them shaking their butts. Oh, of course, like some you do ho- some wholesome Christmas content and uh, them hanging out in the living room. So you're totally right. Like where it's like, oh gosh, okay. People aren't buying this publicationship anymore because, Cody, you boob, you got caught smooching people yeah. out in public when that is the deal. You're not supposed to be caught out in public doing that because it's one of those things. And I always I always think about this in celebrity relationships, too, or even just in any relationship in general. It's that the rules of the relationship are between the two people involved in right. the relationship. So we don't know the parameters that have been set for Miley Cyrus and Cody right. Simpson. It might be like, fine, you know what? Go and smooch models. I don't really care, but then come back here and then let's hang out together. Yeah. You're right. That could be what's going on. Or <laughs> or, or it also could be that they're trying to r- r- save this publicationship. Because here's the other thing, and we've talked about this before. We talked about this in the context of um, Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. They may very well have some sort of arrangement made for their relationship. However, regardless of what their arrangement is, the rest of the world has decided that we are monogamous people, especially in marriages. But in relationships, we are monogamous, right? And so if you have other rules for your own relationship, it doesn't change the rules of society at large. And so your job then is to make sure that society at large doesn't get wind of the different rules you've made for your own relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, if you were seen out smooching models and you're supposed to be in a relationship with Miley Cyrus and people then have a reason to think otherwise, but you're not done with this contract yet... Uh, you see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Then you're going to show up and then you're going to double down on this relationship and take pictures of each other's twerking booties 
and, you know, <laughs> sip tea and stare and shame the people for having, which is exactly, by the way, how other people have handled their relationship mishaps. Sure. Because it is possible to have a fake relationship and have other, rela- or have a relationship, an open relationship with other relationships on the side and keep it quiet in Hollywood because people have been doing it for a long time. But when one person gets sloppy, that's when we start to hear about it. Talking about Justin Timberlake yeah. and Jessica Biel. And this too. I mean, yes. yes. So somebody got sloppy and now we know. Well, and interestingly enough, so we have all of this Modi situation happening. The Miley Cyrus, the Cody Simpson. Are they together? Are they not together? At the very least, they're friends and they're hanging out. But this is all happening on top of actual relationship news regarding Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth. Oh. Because TMZ reporting on Christmas Eve, late into the evening, that Miley Cyrus and Liam Hemsworth have worked out all the details of their divorce. Uh. Sources tell TMZ that Miley Cyrus's lawyer was filing legal documents on Tuesday declaring that Miley and Liam have reached a settlement in their divorce. And TMZ reporting that uh, this divorce had significant bitterness, that's their words, on both mm-hmm. sides. And apparently they've just decided, okay, we're we're just going to divide the property. We're just, she's going to keep the animals. There was a prenup involved, and so it was all this stuff. And the lawyers uh, who work for Miley Cyrus were able to walk through any of the blocks, submit the paperwork to the judge. So that divorce is going to be legally finalized uh, in the near future. You know what's interesting about that is, if I remember correctly, were they not married on Christmas? It was Christmas right Eve, like around this time yeah. last year. And at so, her house in Tennessee. Yeah. And so he. It's so obvious. There's a couple things going on. But one of them is, you know, she sort of, in order for her to shield herself from the conversation around her divorce, mm. she needs to be pushing a narrative about her current relationship. Yes, Colleen. So yes. I think that that's part of the strategy that's going on with Cody. And I think he probably stepped out of line, out of line of the the plan, because maybe he got a little too cocky. Mm. And she had to pull him in. And, and was like, you need to come and hang out with yeah. us in Tennessee. You need to come and make it look like we're actually together and we actually enjoy each other's company, which I think at the root of this publationship, uh, they actually do enjoy hanging out with each well, other. Well, we do know that they've known each other for a long time. I mean, yeah. that I think we learned very early on that they've been family friends or whatever, that, that he's been intimately involved in her life for a long time, which is why we felt like this was a logical decision for them to kind of have this publicationship because it's not like she didn't know him. It's not like she's it's he's a known quantity. Also, there's a currency there because he needs her in order to maintain his relevance right, right. now. You're not saying that it's like a Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, where right. the narrative is borderlines on implausible, where these two people who barely even knew each other decided to get married right. within six months and et cetera, et cetera. So there's actually a precedent and a believability right. in this publicationship that exists not in other publicationships. So, of course, I mean, it very well may be that, that he is at home with her family and that's a, you know, a happy place and they do enjoy being around each other and they're good friends and whatnot and what have you that doesn't mean that they're not trying to push this narrative of a relationship yeah also gosh i mean after 10 years of being together liam and miley it is bizarre that they got married in such a whirlwind and it untangled that quickly 
Isn't that the way sometimes, though, when you change the energy in a long-term relationship and then all of a sudden you decide to get married and then people get all weird about it. And then it's just like, oh, wait, maybe this isn't exactly the way that I want it to be. But Miley and Liam were on again, off again during that 10 years. During those 10 years. Yeah. And then they decided when she humped the foam finger. I think that's when Liam kind of uh, Uh, distanced himself. himself Yeah. I think he was like, that's not the kind of gal that I am. By the way, Liam Hemsworth, I think he spent the holidays down at his brother Chris's house in Australia. Mm-hmm. The shopping mall house yes. is now open. Oh. And his wife, Elsa Pataki, is claiming that the house really isn't as big as we think it is. Uh, okay, I want everybody on your own time to Google their house and tell me what you think. Um, all right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I'm really excited. We are going to talk to somebody from uh, the Red Cross of Minnesota about the the fire at the Drake Hotel in downtown Minneapolis that displaced over 200 already displaced people. Uh, it was a tragedy and we want to hear how we can help. We'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.